can turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians 5.20. I'm going to be really quickly to this morning. I promise I'll try. If I lose track, talk to the Lord. It says here, now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Let me pray. Jesus, I want your name to be glorified. I pray that every heart in this place here right now, that we would begin to focus on you and experience your presence, experience your word. I pray that all of us here would look to you, Jesus, as the answer of everything to our lives, Lord. We love you. We worship you in Jesus' name. Now, have you ever been to like a Target or Walmart or just, a, you know, the store and you're looking for something and you, you can't seem to find it, so you're trying to find like the store clerk because the store clerk is, the store clerk is supposed to know where everything is or what the product is and who made it and one year, what year and why it's the greatest product, right? You ever been to a store like that and you've had that experience? And then you encounter somebody and, and you realize, you know, they don't have a clue about what they're talking about, and you get mad, and you get all in the flesh, and you, I don't even know why I came here. You ever experienced that? Or when you go to a specific store like Coach or Chanel or, um, you know, special places, women, you, you look at those people, and when they're in that store, don't they dress beautifully? They look their best, right? They look expensive. They have their best on. And if you go up to them, they're going to know the product. They're going to know exactly what is spring, what is the cruise line, what is fall, what is winter. And they know the details. You know why? Because they have become an ambassador of that product. And so here in the word, it says that we are ambassadors of Christ. Ephesians 2, 2.19 says that we are no longer bond servants but we are citizens of heaven, right? How many of us are citizens of heaven here? No longer bond servants, but citizens, okay? In 520, it says that we are also not just citizens, but we are representatives. We are ambassadors that when people look at us, we're not somebody that just works at Walmart and, getting paid $5.25 an hour, and we're just trying to pack the shelves up, but we don't care about the product. But we are representing a kingdom that is heavenly, that is eternal, and only through Christ is there life, right? There's no other God but except, except in Jesus and God, right? And so when people look at you and me, they look at us as ambassadors. You and me, look at your neighbor and say, you're an ambassador. Now ask them, are you acting like one? We have a new ambassador here in the United States. A lot of us don't even know his name. His name is Rex, I believe Tillerman or something like that. I know his first name is Rex. Tillerson, thank you, Pastor Darrell. His name is Rex Tillerson. We don't have a clue about him. I don't even know anything about him. What I do know is the previous ambassadors, the previous representatives of the United States, Clinton, 
Carrie, um, Condoleezza Rice. There was many famous names out there that we kind of got used to hearing about, and they were our previous ambassadors. But now here, under our new president, we have a new ambassador, and his name is Rex. So tell your neighbor, his name is Rex. That's a funny name. But as an ambassador of the United States, they have a very special role. And this role is one of the highest roles in our country. And of course, to represent our country, you better be somebody special that knows your country. And not only knows your country, but loves your country and has the best interest of your country. One of those things is that when you become an ambassador of the United States, you don't fill out a, 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 a resume and say, oh, I think I would be a good ambassador. No, you have to get chosen to be an ambassador. And you have to be chosen by the president of the United States, right? The Bible says in John 15, 16, the word says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. We didn't choose God. We were out in our sin, just enjoying ourselves, maybe in misery, I don't know. But God said, even when you were yet still a sinner, I died for you. But not only that, I chose you. And that's where God gets the glory, right? We don't pick him. He picks us. President Trump, he picked Rex. Very special. Another thing is he has to present the state, meaning the United States. He represents what our U.S. government represents. He doesn't represent himself. When you are looked upon you represent the kingdom of God. Another thing that ambassador must learn to do is be committed to the interests of our United States. How many of us know that there's an interest that God has upon his heart that must become our concern, that it must be a part of us, within us. It has to flow right through us to reach out. And I'm going to get to that really uh, pretty soon after this. But his responsibility is to be concerned, to be a part, to be committed to the interests of the United States. What is best for our country? What do I need to make sure that I help the president with? What do I need to do when I go overseas to represent this country? What is the best thing to do? What is the best thing to comply with the, for the United States? Another thing that an ambassador has to do, it has to speak only government opinions and not ourselves. So us as an ambassador of Christ, how many of us are sharing the interest of what the word of God says? Are we spreading the gospel and saying what the Jesus really did for us? Or are we putting our own interest of the gospel within that interest? We have so much watered-down gospel today. We have so much watered-down conviction. And you know why that is? It's because somebody has lost their identity as an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven and has become more interested in their own opinion. Well, I believe this is okay in the church, even though the Bible, it's, it says contrary, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay if homosexuality is in the church. 
I'm okay with it. I'm a good pastor. You'll be accepted by me. But the word says something different. I'm okay if you, you know, you drink and get high. Don't worry about it. You know, God knows us. God knows our heart. Our heart is deceitful, the Bible says. Those are the fruits of the flesh. An ambassador speaks only what he is given from the higher authority. He doesn't, or she doesn't, put her opinions in there. She shares only what the word would want us to say. Another thing that ambassador is, is that they are covered and taken care of by the government with housing, clothing, secret service, protection. I don't know if you're getting this, but do you know that you're covered, you're clothed, you're protected in Christ, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, that you are not to worry about anything, but God will add if you seek him. So you guys are going to get it. You're going to walk out, and you're going to be, and it's going to come. But as an ambassador of Christ, wherever they go, they are protected. Wherever they go, they are taken care of. And when we represent the kingdom of heaven, we are taken care of. We are looked after. We are protected. That even when the enemy comes in, we have a heavenly host called the secret service just for us to protect us from any attack of the enemy. You try to go overseas and come against that ambassador, oh, believe me, there's going to be special security there to protect them. You know why? Because they have a special authority that has been sealed by the government, and they're untouchable. Well, not that untouchable, but pretty much majority of them. Another thing is that what an ambassador does Let's just put it in this way, simple terms. God is the president. Jesus is the chief ambassador, chief secretary of state. But who are we then? When you go to another country, there are embassies, different embassies. And we have an American embassy all over. So with this chief secretary ambassador here in the United States, do you know that he has disciples? And these disciples are called other ambassadors. They're connected to the chief ambassador. And what happens is they get sent out to the foreign field, like missionaries, and they live in those countries representing the United States. And so these disciple ambassadors, guess who they report to? the chief ambassador. And guess who the chief ambassador reports to? The president, God. And so this morning, I want to ask you, are you a chief ambassador? Are you just a citizen? Are you just a Christian? Are we followers of God? And if we are, I would hope that the answer would be, I want to be an ambassador. And the reason why is because we're here praising God. I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. Yes, Lord, I'm saved. But not only am I free, I'm no longer in sin. I'm no longer in bondage. But now that I have Christ living in me, when I go out to the streets, when I go out to the supermarkets, when I go out to my kids' school, when I go out to encounter the stranger, am I the ambassador that Christ has called me to be? 
When people look at you and me, can they see the seal of God, the seal of the Holy Spirit upon us? When we go onto the streets, do we have the special interest that God has for his people? What is God's passion? Do you know what God's passion is? Some of us can say it's prayer. Yes. No, it's evangelism. Yes. No, it's hospitality. I don't know. But I believe that one of the, if there's anything, God's greatest passion is his creation. It's you and I. But not just you and I, because sometimes I think we get mixed up that God loves only the church. But the word clearly states that God so loved the world. That God, he loves his bride, but he loves the sinner. He loves the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And God, his passion are his people, the human race. Why are we his passion? Because we were made in the image of God. You and me, we're made in the image of God. When you look in the mirror, you can say, I am made in the image of God. Women, we are the fruit of Adam who was made in the image of God. Right? Scripture doesn't talk about, oh, God so loved the animals. God so loved the cherubims. God so loved the angels. No, God so loved the world. God so loved his people that in him we could be forgiven. We could be reconciled. God so loved us that he gave his life for you and I so that we could be reconciled to the very God that created us. There was an enemy that distorted the image that was put inside of man. And because of that distortion, we were born into sin. But God was so passionate. God was so loving. God is so passionate still about his creation that he still wants his people to be reconciled to him and that he still is the answer as of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And so today, people, sons and daughters, spiritual mothers, spiritual fathers, do we have God's passion today? Are we the ambassador that Christ wants us to be? Are we the ambassador that when people look at us, they know the spirit of God lives in you? They know that the word of God is flowing out of you. They know that when they have a problem, like when we go to Walmart, Target, the store, when we have a problem, we can go to that specialist. We can go to that representative, and we can know that we're going to get the right answer. That's what you and I, we have the answer to this dark, dark world. We have the answer to give people hope and salvation. That there is no other name under the name of Jesus that a man can be saved. Right? Not Buddha. There's no representatives of Buddha. I don't see the chief Buddha anywhere. He's dead. He's in the ground. When I think of Muhammad, he's dead. There's no chief ambassador of Muhammad. He's dead. There's not even a, a God for him. Maybe the devil. He, they're all dead. 
But there's a God that's alive today. And there's still a Savior that's alive today. There's a president that's alive today. There's an ambassador today that we report to. And our job, people, is that we are the ambassador to reach out. We are called to reach out. And those who have lost their visas, those who have lost their citizenship, those who have gone astray and don't know the Lord anymore, maybe are backslidden, it's up to you and I to restore that visa back to their citizenship in heaven and bring them back into the kingdom of God. That is our responsibility as ambassadors of Christ. God wants to restore the very image that he intended for you and I to walk into. How many of us, when you look in the mirror, you say, man, I look good today. I can. At one time, I couldn't because I didn't love myself. I didn't love myself at all. I hated myself. But as God came into my life, that image of God began to pour into me. The Spirit of God began to mold me and shape me. The Spirit of God began to renew my thinking. The Spirit of God began to wash me by his grace. The blood of Jesus began to clean that dirt and that, that ignorance and that perversion and that distorted mentality. Began to dip it in the grace and just cover me in the blood and strengthen me in his word. And as God began to look down on me, I believe, and you and I, he begins to see, man, I see my image in him. Do you know that God loves himself? Did you know that? That's a good thing. It's good to love yourself. The Bible says, first love your father with all my heart, soul, and strength. Then to love thy neighbor as thyself. Why would, why would God want us to love thyself too? Because we reflect God. Because who God made us to be, he wants us to reflect him. Right? Do you believe that or is that just me? I want to challenge you today that when you go out to the streets, when you go out to visit your family, when you go out to visit your loved ones or the ones that you have conflict with, remember your role, that you are an ambassador Remember that we are in a foreign land. We may be in this world, but we are not of this world. We are aliens just walking through this world. And what God has restored us with, he has given us back our citizenship. He has given us back our right place in the kingdom of heaven. And as ambassadors, we got to go out there, and we have to have the interest of God. When we see those people walking the streets, when we see the girl walking down the street on the strip, when we see that drug addict down and out all slumped over, or when we see that problem child or that challenging person in our lives, we have to be able to say, that's the interest of God. That's the passion of God. That's why God died for us so that we could be reconciled. And it would be selfish of us to be in this church and to keep it to ourselves. The ambassador, that's not his job. He has no opinion, or let's just say he has his opinion, but it's strictly business. He must keep it government official. He must keep his own interest to himself. When he goes out to that foreign field, he represents only what he has been given by his chief ambassador. 
I challenge you this morning, go to your loved ones. Go to your friends. Be the light of this world. Let's be that ambassador. Let's have that passion that God has for his people once again. And let's go out there and minister and remember of, of who we represent. Remember that you are a heavenly government official. And that when people look at you and I, they see Christ. When people see you and I, they see the answer. AJ, come on up. They see the answer. It's a simple message. Too simple. It's easy. There's nothing hard about it. There's nothing hard about it. I want, I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's been like, oh, bothering me. And I'm probably more transparent than my husband, and that's, that's okay because the woman, we're like that. We're emotional. We're honest. We keep it mama 100 around here. But I want you to know I'm not satisfied. And let me tell you why. I'm not satisfied with just 200 people. I'm not satisfied walking past a drug addict and not ministering. I'm not satisfied that my best friend Mondo isn't committed to the Lord yet. I'm not satisfied, and please don't take offense when I say this, that I see your face every week and not a new one. Do I love you? Absolutely. I adore you. I sacrifice because I love you and I love God. My husband, the ministers, the ministers' wives, they love us. They love us. But I know that I wasn't given a gift. I wasn't given an authoritative role just to keep to myself. I know that our pastor's heartbeat is this vision. I know that Pastor Steve and Sister Josie's heartbeat was for souls. I know that they labor day and night, sleepless nights, nights of pain, nights of tears, nights of, of, of sorrow, because their heart beat for God's people in the city of Hayward. And I want to make God proud. I want to make Pastor Steve and Sister Josie proud. I want them to know that there is a security of the call of God in this church and that we're not just here having a, a good time praising God. Yes, it's awesome. It's powerful. Oh, I love it. I love it. But our greatest calling that we have here on this earth is to reach out. To reach out to the sinner, to reach out to the drug addict, but not just reach out. I want to see this church filled with sinners. I want to see this balcony filled with lost souls that once they were lost, now they are found praising God with us because God forbid that I hold everything in me and I've got this fire inside of me and I'm not sharing it with everyone and everyone's going to hell. God forbid people are going to hell because of me, because I'm not ministering the gospel of Christ. God
to walk back by them and minister. You and me, we have a responsibility as an ambassador. We are foreigners in this country representing a kingdom that is higher than ourselves. That he chose you and I. He chose you. He said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. I chose you. Because I want you to be passionate for my people. I chose you because you're bold and you're not ashamed. I chose you because I want to use you as my mouthpiece. God has called you and I. Men's home, I don't care if you're in the men's home. You're the light. You are the ambassador. You are the next pastors, the next generation that's going to rise up like Pastor Will. He came into the home disturbed, disrupted, upset, addicted. Sister Dana, she came in with no hope, but there was through the home. There was a home where people invested, and now look at them. They're ambassadors of Christ all the way on Cape Town, South Africa, preaching the gospel. I don't know about you, but that stirs something up inside of me. I want to go to South Africa. But I can't. I got to stay here. My spirit just wants to jump. I want to do that missionary work. Come on, Stefan, let's go. Leave the kids with Sister Josie and Val. Let's do work. But I got little ambassadors that I have to pour into so that they can get raised up. And answer the call as ambassadors unto the Lord. I want to be a soul winner. And this year, people, as we go out to the streets, I've already got the women stirred up. Maybe they're a little upset, but they're stirred up. Because I said, women, I'm sick and tired of being in this house. I've been locked up in this house for a month. But when I get out, you guys better get your tennis shoes on. Because I'm going to sign every Saturday in this month, in the next month, in the third month, in the fourth month. By the end of this year, we're going to win some souls this year. And we're going to bring them into the house of God, worshiping the Lord just like you and me. Because I'm not trying to keep this gospel to myself. I don't know about you, but I'm tired. I don't want to just stay a little bit 200. No, I want 300 in my church. I want 500 in my church. I want to win this city of Hayward, California for the Lord. When I die, I want to be able to tell God that I did your business, Father. I wasn't about my business. I was about the Heavenly Father's vision. We got a pastor. We have a pastor that is so passionate. I don't know about you, but when I look at my husband, he's my pastor, but he is so passionate for God. He is so passionate for people that when he lays down his head, I know that's all he thinks about. That's all he thinks about is people. He wakes up. I ask him, what are you doing today? He's still on every day. And you know what his answer is? I'm going to conquer this world. He's so mission-minded. He's so much like his father. So much like his mother. They're so committed to this vision. Some heavy ambassadors. And I get convicted. And I say, oh, I want that fire too. 
Oh, I want to win some souls too, Stefan. Okay, how much is it going to cost? What do I have to sacrifice, Stefan? All right, how long are you going to be gone? All right, I'm going to be praying and fasting for you. I want this call. I want this anointing. I want this fire. Victory Outreach, Heart of the Bay, are you satisfied? I'm not satisfied. Are you satisfied? Are you satisfied? Are you ready to win some souls this Saturday? Are you ready to win some souls next month? Are you ready to march and go tell the people about the love of God? I need a women's home. Man, tell them I love you, but I need a women's home. I need a women's home director. I need some leadership to rise up. That when we evangelize and we reach out, that they're going to be able to come in and they have a place of belonging. I want to win the city. I want to win souls. It's what keeps the passion of God inside of us. There's not a... God cannot deny himself. God cannot deny himself. Christ died for his bride. He laid down his life. A man, the Bible says that a man must love his wife as himself. Do we love people as ourselves?